If you're not getting three to five transactions every single month from social media, you're just missing something. You're doing something wrong and you need a playbook. It's almost like you need a cheat code. So I'm introducing my new online course called Cheat Code Social. And I'm right now I'm doing the pre-launch. For those that want to get in early at a significantly discounted price, you can do that right now at CheatCodeSocial.com that has all the details about what's included. This is every single thing that you need to start from scratch all the way to AI automation that teaches you what to do and how to do it to get business from social media, not just to get more views, but to get actual business. You need Cheat Code Social. Go to CheatCodeSocial.com to check out the pre-launch. On this episode, we're going to talk about how breaking all the rules will help you sell all the homes. Being professional is going to get you nowhere. We're talking with Lindsay Joe about why you should be silly, why you should be goofy, and just let go of this professional bullshit if you actually want to sell homes. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 275 of the Massive Agent Podcast. I am your host, Dustin Brome, and we have one hell of an episode today. A banger, if you will. As the kids say, this one's a freaking banger. We have Lindsay Joe on the show. She is a realtor with Compass, someone who's absolutely blowing up on Instagram at the moment. She's been on a handful of the BAM shows and podcasts recently, and uh, she you'll see very soon why she's why she's blowing up. She is someone who has just let go of this thought that you have to be professional and that women specifically need to be professional and need to fit into a certain mold on social media or they won't be taken seriously or they won't be liked or they won't be hired or they won't be fill in the blank. And she has totally shed that and she's doing things her way in a hilarious way. And we talk quite a bit about that. We also talk about how Lindsay Joe. Uh, started to get business. Like before she started doing videos that she's only been doing for four months, by the way, before that, what was she doing to get business? How was she growing? And she talks a lot about that. She's a realtor in the DMV area, Washington, DC, Maryland, Virginia. And uh, I think you'll, this, this is a, this is going to be a crowd favorite. This is going to be a fan favorite for the year for sure. Great episode. Uh, Maybe we'll just call it breaking all the rules, selling all the homes. That's a hell of a title. I don't know, but that's the subtitle if nothing else. Welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast, guys. I am here in Salt Lake City where it is still snowing and has it has not stopped snowing for like six straight months. At this rate, I feel like it will still be snowing during the fireworks shows on Independence Day. For the love of God, can we have our spring? The calendar says spring. Utah says, eh, sorry, best I can do is seven straight days of snow. How about that? So no, I'm not bitter at all. I'm not bitter at all. I should I should be in Cabo right now. I was actually going to be in Cabo this weekend for the EXP mastermind that's happening, but I couldn't get my passport renewal back in time. It was only two months late, even though I paid to expedite the damn thing. So we had to cancel our trip. Kind of bummed. Bummed is uh, putting it lightly. Not too stoked that I had to miss the trip, but all good, making the most of it. And uh, we're here with one hell of a show today. One hell of a show. If you are new to the Massive Agent Podcast, just know this is the number one podcast in the world, the number one real estate podcast in the world. Now, I have real, I have no idea if that's actually accurate or not, but uh, I'm just trying it on, you know, just trying it on, see how it fits. Uh, we'll see, but we are definitely one of the top shows in real estate. We've been going at it every single week, new episodes every single week for over five years, and we have you, the audience, to thank for our growth. So if you like anything about the show today, if you hear anything that is helpful to you, please share it with another agent that you're connected with. Share it with your broker. Share it with your team. Share it within a real estate Facebook group and help us to reach our new audience, to reach a new audience so that we can have a greater impact on the industry. That's how we grow. That's how you grow. And that's what keeps us coming back with absolute banger episodes every single week. Kudos to everyone who showed up for our self-directed IRA webinar last week. That was amazing. Uh, if you still, if you're hearing about it for the first time or you just want to know, oh shit, 
I guess I can still watch the replay. Yeah, I'll let you watch the replay. You just need to go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash self-directed and find out and learn about how you can actually buy real estate within an IRA, sell the real estate within an IRA, never pay taxes on it, buy another house, rent it out. The rental income goes into the IRA. Don't pay taxes on that. And you, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy what you don't know. So the, the webinar training we did last week was to teach us as real estate pros what else there is. What, what do we not know about? Self-directed IRAs and self-directed 401ks is a great way to unlock a bunch of capital that most people think is just tied up. It's just locked away until retirement, but they can actually access it to invest in real estate. Pretty cool. We did a training with John Bowens from Equity Trust last week. So if you want to watch the replay, go to that link and check it out. It is still live. It'll probably be live um, for another week or so, the replay. And two last bits of housekeeping before we jump into the amazing talk with Lindsay Joe. We are extending our $500 off sale for the Massive Agent Society for my coaching program. We're going to extend that for another week. The Society is our program. It's our system that's full of tactics with accountability. Okay, So you don't just get told what to do. Here's some things to do. Here's some information. There's accountability to it. Okay, We're actually going to, we have a system in place to hold you accountable and there's, there's mindset reprogramming, there's a mastermind component, there's, there's a, a referral network built in. It's an amazing community. It's part online course, it's part coaching, it's part mentorship, it's part referral network, it's part mastermind. It's incredible. Massive Agent Society, wow, massiveagentsociety.com will get you there. And the code SPRING500 will get you 500 bucks off the uh, a 12-month membership to that. And speaking of which, guys, this is pretty cool. And I'm going to do a special bonus podcast episode on this topic probably this week, if not next. But I am giving away a full year's membership to the Massive Agent Society. And I'm giving away a full month of one-on-one private mentorship coaching. And... A Zoom training, an exclusive Zoom training with myself, with Clayton Gitz, my mentor, and with a handful of other very well-known real estate leaders and influencers that um, I just need them to sign on on the dotted line before I can promote their names, but we're going to do a massive training with all of us, and here's why I'm giving all this away. Um, recently I have teamed up with a charity organization that, uh, my wife actually got me into it and I feel like it was one of those things that was just meant to be. So my wife and I, we've teamed up with the leukemia and lymphoma society, LLS to raise money to, for the research, uh, to find a cure and end for blood cancers specifically in children. And this has become very near and dear to my heart because my dad passed away because of complications from the treatment of cancer, not from the cancer itself, but from the radiation treatment when he already had a compromised weakened system. The treatment is what finally pushed him over the edge. I have many other friends and people I'm close to that the treatment is what actually killed them or um, you know, led to, led to just a, a life of, of misery, if we're being quite blunt. And so to hear that this happens so often in kids, that blood cancer, leukemia, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, it's such a detrimental thing to kids because we don't have a treatment for kids yet. So the the dosage and the strength and the uh, the severity, the um, you know just how harsh the treatments are if a child gets blood cancer, that they can actually die from the treatment or it could just destroy their kidneys and then they need a kidney transplant. It's really, really bad stuff. And, um, I'm, I'm honestly learning about this as I go along, but it's something that for the next two months I am absolutely committed to. My goal is to raise a hundred thousand dollars through the massive agent community. I want us, the massive agent community to raise a hundred thousand dollars to, to, uh, fund the research of ending childhood blood cancer. And I know it's a super lofty goal. And that's why I said it, because you guys are an amazing audience. We absolutely have the resources to get it done. And so to sweeten the deal, to inspire you and get you to open up your your wallets and to give generously, I need to give generously first. So that is why I'm giving away all those different things. Help us to reach that lofty goal of $100,000 donated from the massive agent community and help us to make sure that 
our kids don't ever have to deal with such a debilitating disease that the treatment itself is dangerous. So as a parent of two, that's just hard to hard to stomach. So please join with me, massivegiving.com. More on that to come, but um, I'm asking for your help. Please help me help us to make a massive impact on this cause. Now, switching gears real quick, most agents struggle because so many of the small, seemingly insignificant details, parts of you know being an agent, they just fall through the cracks, right? Like you can't remember the listing presentation you had six weeks ago and the seller never heard from you since because you forgot about them. And then your clients, you know, they started or your clients hired another agent because, well, you forgot about them. You sold them a house two years ago. They haven't heard from you since because you have no system in place to follow up with them. They haven't heard from you. So you need follow-up boss, the CRM and growth platform used by the highest selling, most profitable agents in the country. And because you're a listener of the massive agent podcast, follow-up boss will give you a 30 day free trial, 30 day free trial, no credit card required. Keep your wallet in your pocket. Hopefully you took it out to give to the LLS society, massivegiving.com, but then you put it away for this follow-up boss trial. Don't need it. All you need to do is go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash follow-up boss to start your trial and see for yourself why the vast majority of the highest selling agents and teams in the country are all using follow-up boss. And lastly, learn what to expect next and, and how to communicate that to your clients through keeping current matters. Okay. They keep, they stay on top of what's happening in this crazy housing climate with all the economic conditions and interest rates and bank failures and all the craziness. They stay on top with it. KCM tells you what you need to know and how to communicate that to your clients. You can get a free trial of KCM today by going to trykcm.com slash BAM. Guys, let's jump into our talk with Lindsay Joe. an amazing conversation on so many levels. It's tactical. We talk about um, how women are treated differently in real estate. We talk about why professional content just doesn't freaking work anymore when we talk about why that is. This is a great episode. You guys are going to love it. What's up, guys? I'm here with Lindsay Joe, star of one of my favorite real estate videos of the year. Lindsay Joe, welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. I, so we met on the walkthrough on the the BAM podcast, yes. the walkthrough, and you were just about to drop that video where you're in the the purple suit with the mullet. Yep. Um, and what song was that, by the way? It's such a catchy song. I want it on my Spotify oh my God, playlist. I know. So it's not on Instagram at all. It's only on on YouTube. Um, ah. I found it on YouTube, and then I tracked down the the rapper on Instagram and just said, "Hey, can I use this song? And I'll give you credit for it." And he was like, "Yeah." Um, but yeah, it's not on Instagram anywhere other than uh, other than our post. That's awesome. Yeah. The, yeah. It's a catchy song. Great video. And it what I love great. about it is. You're one of very few women that is goofy on social media. I mean, you're not the only one, but I think you and I the other day, we were trying to figure out like who else is doing like goofy, silly content as agents. And I think we could count those people on those women on one hand. Yeah, I can only think of one other person and it's because you sent me her Instagram. (laughs) Like that's it. That's insane. That's it. Yeah. Why is that? You know, I don't know. It's crazy to me because 56% of realtors are women, and yet we can't think of anyone who is really putting themselves out there in a silly, authentic way. Um, I think that women are scared to put themselves out there like that because they're afraid that they won't be taken seriously. Um, I think that, you know, just from what I've heard, they're scared that they might be looked at as dumb. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's... It's a bummer because I feel like a lot of opportunities have kind of been handed to me recently just by default, just because there aren't really any other women doing this. Um, Because I've only been doing that. I've only really gone hard on Instagram since December, December of 2022. Oh, you're kidding. That's awesome. Yeah. My very first real estate video that I posted was in December. See, it's only been four months. This is incredible to me. Yeah, this is incredible because it shows that when you just do something different than what everyone else is yeah. doing, you stand out. And 
Okay, so let's talk about what's actually yeah. happened, and then you know those pre those misconceptions that that a lot of women have, like they don't want to be seen as dumb or unprofessional or whatever. Has anyone ever like have you had that happen to you, or have you found that it's been overwhelmingly positive? Um, I have gotten a lot of hate. Really? <laughs> like I'm yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Assholes. That I've gotten DMs that I'm ruining uh, the industry. Mm. That I should just go back to posing in front of my Mercedes that my husband bought me. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Tons and tons of, of hateful messages from dudes. Really. There's not one female that was ever, ever mean to me in the DMS. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, I just try not to let it get to me though. It's like nobody. And I feel like you've said this before too. No one who's doing better than you in life is going to take the time to, to message you hateful things. That's right. You never get chirped at from above. Yeah. You just don't like you, you get, right. you get positivity and encouragement yeah. from those that may be a step or two ahead of you. It's always the people that are behind you or that aren't even in the game that are talking shit. Uh, For sure. So, a phrase that I heard years ago that stuck with me is dogs don't bark at parked cars. Like, oh, I like that. So if you're just standing still, you're that. never going to hear anything, you know? Yeah. Um, so I applaud you for, even though you have had some assholes you know, yeah. talking some shit to you, you still do it anyways. Um, and you said some, some, you've had opportunities come your way as a result. Talk yeah, I about mean, those. Just, yeah, just opportunities with BAM. I mean, the very first, this is how crazy this is. The very first real estate video that I ever posted was picked up by Broke Agent. Um, if that doesn't tell you something, like, come on, ladies, like, <laughs> let's, you know. That's. Wait, Dustin, you. Yeah, that's saying I something. Can't see, I can't see you. Oh, you can't see me? No. Okay. Now I can see you. Sorry. Oh, and we'll cut this part out. Let me mark it real quick. Okay. Um, just so you know, with the, I should have said this up front with okay. this platform, it records locally. So it's actually recording on your end separately from my end. And okay. it may downgrade the video that we see, but it's, it's okay. recording like the highest quality shit in the background. So. Uh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Cause you look like a big blob. <laughs> That's what my wife says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why does everyone keep saying that um cool yeah we're good sorry no no worries so if that happens again just roll with it yeah it, it, it'll record crisp and nice in the, okay. the final result so um okay. let me just let me start over and ask that question again yeah just so it flows nicely okay and what was the question opportunities that came your way yeah okay opportunities cool so you said you've had opportunities actually come your way and doors open just because of your goofy content? Yeah, I mean, just opportunities with BAM, for sure. I mean, the very first video that I ever, real estate video that I ever posted was actually picked up by Broke Agent, um, which was really cool. And that was a goal of mine, you know, for a long time. But, for, you know, I was just too scared to really put myself out there in a way that felt silly because I felt like maybe I wouldn't be taken seriously or like, what are people going to say? You think about, you know, all those kids from high school that you went to school with. Like, what are they going to think if I have my friend in a wig and we're acting crazy or if I'm in a mullet and a men's suit, you know? <laughs> um, but I feel like the reward so outweighs the risk. And so I just was like, I'm just going to go for it, you know? And I've only been really trying for four months. Um, that video, the very first video that I posted, I posted in December. So really, it's not not really a long time from you know when I first started. Yeah, it's really not. So yeah, that's incredible. It see to me that shows that there's this huge demand. Like people want more females being goofy, For sure. laid back. Just I mean, just being yourselves, really. Right. Yeah. Not so buttoned up, and you know, feeling like you have to fit into this this Instagram template. That unfortunately, so many people fall into, men and women, you know? Totally. So you've done things your way. Prior to the previous four months, what were you doing to get business? So I was just doing everything that we're taught, right? The hustle posts, the grind culture posts, everything that we're so sick of seeing. I thought, because that's what I was taught, that's what we're supposed to do, posting just listeds and just solds, like static pictures, you know? I never did like a graphic you know, daylight, remember to, you know, uh, daylight savings graphics or anything like that. I never went that far, like the happy holidays, static posts or anything. But, um, yeah, I was just posting what, you know, 
I thought we were supposed to post and it got me nowhere. For six years, I never got a single piece of business from posting that way. Um, And then, you know, 2022 was not the best year for me professionally and personally, it was really tough. My business took a really big hit and I was just like, you know what? What I've been doing the last six years on Instagram has not been working for me. So why not just try to be different and see what happens? And then all of these doors opened up for me and it's really exciting. Like it's just, you know, it's, it's great. I'm thrilled. That's, it's so cool because when I see your videos, first off, I just, my first reaction is she's hilarious. And, and oh, I love it. You. And and it, it actually, in my eyes, now I know, I'm not speaking for everybody, but in my eyes, that gives yeah. you more credibility because you're willing to just be yourself. You're willing to, to be a little crazy. and yeah. but, but not over the top. Like you're just, you're being funny. Is, is that always been your personality? Like the people that you grew up with, is, when they see that no. stuff, are they like, oh, that's definitely her? No, not at all. Really? I Yeah, I I am such an introvert and I am like so quiet. If you put me in a, a big room of people at a party, I'm the one that's going to talk the least. Um, so even stuff like this, like interviews and stuff is so hard for me. I work myself up so much before because it's just not really my personality. But I just saw an avenue. I saw a path like nobody's doing this. I don't think I'm like naturally funny like I can't crack a joke but I know what is funny like I know if I'm scrolling and I see something that's funny I can kind of emulate that um but no definitely not I think people from you know high school and from college are like who is this chick because we don't even we've never experienced this lady before yeah you know Uh, so it was in there right it's just it's just taken this medium to to bring it out yeah that's funny and Lindsay, it's so crazy how many people, who, how many really successful agents who have built a great brand and a great business, they're all introverts. And I'm an introvert. When you described- Are you really? Absolutely. Like when you okay. described at the party, first off, yeah. I don't want to fucking be there. Um, Same. Yeah. Like I'd rather just not be there. Uh, but once I am, like I have to consciously be like, all right, go talk to this person, yeah. like say something. And once right. I do that, then it's easy. Then it then it kind of flows. But I've never in my life been like the the loud, like, hey, you know, center of the party. Never. Right. It's not me. me. And me it's crazy how many successful people are not extroverts. I've never thought about it that way. I've never thought about it that way, but you're right. Yeah, it's it's true. And I we did a podcast, when was it, a year or so ago with Megan Riker out of Florida, and she was talking about uh, she'd done some research on introvert versus extrovert and success okay. in business. And there's a lot of studies behind it, actually. So it doesn't surprise me. It's just interesting. And the reason that I'm bringing it up is there's so many agents that are just not willing to do what you've done. That They're not willing to take the first step and put themselves out there because they're yeah. like, well, I'm that's just not me. I'm I'm so introverted. Well, so am I. Yeah. But I've done a podcast every week for over five years. And you yeah. just kind of learn to be extroverted at times. It's like selective. For sure. I'm making this phrase up. Selective yeah. extroversion. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I would say too to those agents that are you know scared to put themselves out there is go and find two friends and record your first silly reel with two friends because then if it fails then it's not as scary because you have people with you. If it flops, it's not that big of a deal. That's exactly what I did. Um, That reel that I was talking about where I put my friend in a lace front wig, um, you know, I had never met those two people before that day. I had followed them on Instagram and we're all in different offices. Um, I had followed them on Instagram for so long and I was like, you know what? I feel like these two people are the perfect people to create this little content group. Um, And so I just sent them a DM on Instagram and said, hey, I think this would be really funny. Are you guys down? And so the very first day that we, you know, met was the day that we filmed that reel. And now we're like, you know, content buddies. So I would say anyone who's scared, find a couple friends. You don't have to know them. Just go that route. And then everything else will feel easier after the fact. What I love about your story so far is that you've you've eliminated so many excuses for so many people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've had the same insecurities, the same fears, the same reasons not to do certain things that everyone does, but you just got past them. And yeah. like you said, all the doors open to you and you're only four months in. So 
you you have no idea what's coming your way in the future business wise and opportunity wise and and that's cool so yeah for sure a little bit about you then oh go ahead i also feel like people are scared to put themselves out there because they feel like they're gonna look unprofessional so i can tell you that for six years i posted the same dumb shit that we see all the time it never got me a single piece of business from the day that i posted that first reel where i put my friend in a wig i've gotten four referrals two buyers locally and two um and two agents um from across the country so you know stop thinking that people just want to see how busy you are it's not the case people want to connect with you they want to see your personality and it's okay to be a little bit out there you know exactly because that's the only thing that can be connected with yeah if you're like literally every other agent putting the same boring bullshit online no one will remember it first they're not going to see it in the first place right because it, sure. it's just like oh i've seen all this shit before but yeah when when you show up with some some rap you know music in the background wearing a purple suit and a mullet and yeah. and the dude has the the money shooting out of the gun yeah that grabs attention For and sure. so talk more about what's happened since you just decided to do since I just decided to start posting yeah, and just being posting stuff your way. Well, I've gotten so many people that have reached out to me and just have thanked me for being authentic. I feel like no one really is very real in this business. Um, and, you know, people just post the same stuff all the time. Like, I'm number one. And the funny thing is, how is everyone number one? Right. Right? That's the million like, dollar everyone's, question. Everyone's a top producer. Everyone's like number one in their market. How? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't think that word means what they think it means, Lindsay Joe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> number one. Yeah, it, for sure. That's always funny to me. Like, yeah. And so then when you start being authentic and you start posting about your struggles, like, I don't know if you've seen my crying selfies on my Instagram <laughs> stories. I did, but yeah. Yeah, I post one at least once a week, at least, because I feel like it's so important to just lead with authenticity. If you lead with authenticity, you can never lose. Um, And I've gotten so many people that have reached out and have just said, you know what, this job is really tough and I feel like a loser because I see all my friends winning, winning, winning all the time. And it's just so refreshing to see somebody who's actually real. Um, So I've really enjoyed that too, like just being able to give people advice and, and help people just by posting some crying selfies and just by being real about this industry and what sucks and what's great and yeah. That's so important. And you really do inspire. I think yeah, inspire is the right word. You inspire a lot of people because you're showing that there's just another way of doing things, right? And yeah. and you're showing that, well, I'm glad you highlighted comparison. When you're mm-hmm. always comparing yourself to what someone else's highlight reel looks like on social, first, that that's fucked up to begin with because it's just wildly inaccurate. Like, yeah. No one else is in your shoes and knows all the, the shit that you go through and the battles you're fighting and the adversity sure. that you're facing and overcoming. You know that stuff, but then you don't yeah. see everyone else's. You just see their highlight reel and then you think, mm-hmm. how come I'm such a loser? Yeah. And there's so much guilt and shame around that too. You know, like people will, if you just see everyone winning, you're going to feel so guilty like what am i doing wrong why am i not a top producer why do i not have a home snap award like for the love of god stop posting the home snap awards you guys the top 20 percent or whatever yeah yeah uh i agree and yeah what i've learned and i'm sure you've learned this too Lindsay joe to be a top producer in real estate you simply put top producer in your bio and and you qualify yeah what the fuck's a top producer i know yeah. Everyone's a top producer. Everyone's a top producer. Exactly. Yeah. Um, awesome. So a, a little about you. How long have you been selling yeah. real estate? You said six years or so? Seven. Seven years? Okay. Seven years. What yeah. got you into real estate? Uh, so I was actually a receptionist at a Century 21. Okay. And just, you know, around real estate all the time, I kind of worked my way up to processing the commission checks for the different agents. And I was like, man, these guys get paid a lot of money. You know, I was like, "This, I could do this. This seems easy." Um, and then got licensed and quickly realized that it's not easy. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I got licensed, you know, seven years ago and never had a plan B and never looked back. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I feel like a lot of times too, people will get into real estate and they have a plan B. And so I feel like to be successful in real estate, you have to just go all in. You have to just say, this is the avenue that I'm taking. And for better or for worse, I'm going to make it work, you know? Because if I had a plan B, I don't know if I would still be here all those years later. Um, but I, you know, didn't graduate college. I had a lot of shame around that too. I was in a, a social circle with a lot of high rollers. And so I didn't have a, an education to kind of fall back on. So I had to think, what can I do quickly to make the most amount of money possible in the shortest amount of time? And so just got licensed and just went with it. That's awesome. And I would venture to guess you probably out earn most of those high rollers, those the friends. I would, I would think so. I would think so. That speaks but, volumes. Um, yeah. Lindsay Joe, I'm with you. Like I didn't graduate college either. I went uh-huh. kind of went for two years. I guess you could call it that. Yeah. Like I went to some classes and, you know, did the whole thing. Yeah. And I used to see that as a, a, a weakness or, or something that was against me. But I don't know about you, but now I'm like, fuck yeah, I don't have a degree. Like I'm I'm proud of it. Me too. Because I feel like we really made it work, Mm -hmm. you know, without having to have that degree. And also I didn't want student loan debt. Right. So we're we're winning, honestly. Damn right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. And you know, obviously there's people winning that have degrees too and everything, but you just have to run your own race. There's so many different ways to make a living and it's important that you just do what you want to do. So I love how you were sitting there as a receptionist at a C21 office and you just saw Mm -hmm. these large checks and you're like, I want one. And you're like, okay, that's where the large checks are. I'll go there. Simple as that. Yeah. Now, let's talk about what happened once you got your license. You said you found out, okay, it's really not quite as easy as it looked. Yeah. Well, I got lucky. So the first deal that I ever did was a cash buyer. The first house that I ever showed was uh, like an online lead, and they ended up buying that particular property. So I had an easy start. I got lucky initially, but then after that, it was really, you know, where it kind of set in that, okay, not every single person that you meet at a house is going to end up in, you know, do a contract. Right. Uh, Okay. That's super interesting. Like there's this theme with you, Lindsay Joe, that you, you do it the first time and it's a, it's a success. Like you're batting a thousand, right? You knock it out of the park, but then after that, you have to earn it. And it's cool that you got the validation so quick that these things work. Like with your videos, doing these goofy videos, it works. Yeah. So keep doing them. Like you have validation. And then your first, the first house you ever showed, you got a cash buyer. Like everyone listening right now, they're like, fuck you. (laughs) I know. And it was an awesome price point too. It was like 750. Oh, nice. Yeah. Seven years ago too. That's. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So then once, once that first deal was out of the way and you're like, oh, I got to, I got to actually learn this business and actually build, build a brand and build clientele. How did you do it? You know, talk about how you got from there to now, like how have you built your business? I mean, I'm very fortunate to be on a team too. I've been on the same team for seven years. Um, So, and I feel like people always kind of shit on teams, which makes me sad Um, I feel like people always say like, well, you know, you get on a team for two to three years until you learn the business and then you go on your own team, you go start your own team. That just is not, not my path. Um, my team is really like family to me and it's gotta be a, uh, you have to, to give to your team and you, then you, you get in return. Um, so yeah, I've been very fortunate to just be on a team and kind of piggyback off of a lot of like client events and I get a lot of value from them. How big's your team? So for a long time, it was just me and one other person. Okay. Now we're at four. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, you highlighted something that's important and, and yes, teams get shit on a lot. I know. And it's because so many of these large teams are easy to shit on, right? They, yeah. they are revolving doors. They treat right. agents like commodities and it's like, you know, 
agents are constantly coming and going because it, it's just a broken model. And unfortunately, right. when we hear team, that's what we think of. But not all teams are created equal. Not all brokerages are created equal. Not all agents are created equal, of course. So yeah. what has been so awesome Talk to us about this team structure then that's kept you there for seven years because that's super interesting. You you could obviously yeah. go out on your own, but you've chosen not to. Let's talk about yeah. why that is. I just get a lot of support from them in a lot of different avenues, um, especially with, you know, I even still have my team lead go with me to listing appointments because it's just like I can not really check out, but, you know, I'm like, all right, if she's here, we're, get, we're getting the deal done, you know, so that's huge already. She's the closer. Um, she, yeah, she is, and not the to Harvey say that Spectre. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, not to say that I wouldn't be able to do it by myself, but that's awesome. Like, if you could have somebody that could come with you, and you're like 99% guaranteed that you're going to close the deal. Yeah, of course. Um, and then we also advertise heavily on Zillow, um, so you know a lot of the the on leads go online leads go to me, which is nice. Nice. Are you getting the Zillow Flex? No. So we're just doing Premier. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we were offered flex, but we were told that you can't pick your area. We're very hyper-local in one town, and so we just decided to stick with the actual premiere. For any agent that doesn't really know the difference, and they, they just hear yeah. of Zillow as Zillow, um, can you explain the, the difference between the two? Between flex and between premiere? Yeah. Yeah, so flex, you um, you pay a referral fee after it closes. Premiere, you pay upfront for the leads, whether or not it closes or not. Got it. Yes. And the pros and cons to both, you know, from everyone I've spoken yeah. to. I mean, pros for sure is that if you're doing premiere, you can choose your area. So we only buy in three zip codes. Um, we're hyper, hyper local, hyper focused on one town where flex, you don't get to pick your area. So you could be down in, you know, you know we have huge counties here. So you could be at 9 a.m. at you know, and have to then be at 11 a.m. and an hour away, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and also I just feel like I can't really provide value to people if I haven't sold in that neighborhood before. So, you know, when we're so hyper-local and hyper-focused on one area, I know every street, I know every condo building, I know all the rules. I know you can have two dogs here and one dog there. I know which one allows landlords and which one you can rent out and which ones you can't. So that's ultimately why we decided to stick with Premier versus jump over to flex that's great insight too and and on niching down to where you're you're a true expert on this small area versus trying to know a little bit about a large area mm -hmm. uh when when i was starting out Lindsay joe i was following a mentor who told me to do what you did he's like pick a yeah. a neighborhood like a subdivision or a neighborhood like not a whole town but like pick one small area yeah. and just focus all your marketing on that but because of who I was at the time, I was full of scarcity and I just thought, well, I need business. So a larger area is better, right? Larger area means more business. So instead of picking right. a farm area, I picked Salt Lake City for God's sakes. Oh my God, that's huge. Ridiculous, <laughs> right? And, and not it's just massive. Salt Lake City, but like Salt Lake County. And I was like, yeah. oh, anywhere in Salt Lake, you just dilute yeah. your marketing efforts so dramatically and you don't really right. get to know any particular area because you're selling homes all over the damn place. So I really respect sure. how you've done it and niche down and, and it's worked for you. Like you said, you know yeah. the, the dog policies, the pet policies yeah. in different places just because you're so hyper-focused. Um, right. Was that something your team helped you to choose or was it just kind of natural to you? No, definitely team, team all the way. Awesome. I was focused on that, yeah. What's really cool about teams is you're able to link arms with people that are ahead of you that have already done the thing and, and just like, you're just condensing time. It's like, it's the same concept as hiring a coach or taking a course or joining a mastermind. You're just rather than like beating your head against the wall, trying to figure the shit out yourself for a long period yeah. of time, you just you're like, Hey, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And right. you get yeah. quick results. Yeah, I also really love the accountability aspect of a team. Too. Ooh, talk about you that. Know? Yeah, I mean, I just feel like if I was, a, no, it's hard because if you're a solo agent, no one's telling you to go to the office every day. No one's telling you to work X amount of hours. No one's looking at your Zillow profile, looking at your conversations, li listening to your recorded calls. 
Um, so I just feel like it would be tough for me as a solo agent. I need that accountability. I need that Google sheet that's sent to me every night and fill out what I did for the day. That's just something that you know works really well with my personality, knowing that I'm going to have somebody on the other side checking into things. That's a, that's a great point. Accountability is so huge. And that can come in so many different ways, right? Like um, in fitness, I like I I yeah. I was a college athlete. Like you know, I I know how to be fit. I know how to exercise. I know generally how to do that shit. But then I just wasn't, and yeah. and got you know the this stereotypical dad bod for sure. In especially in <laughs> 2020, and then I wrote yeah. a large check to join a fitness coaching program. And because okay. how much I invested, it was. I think it was like 3,500 bucks and then my wife did it too. So we wrote a $7,000 check for both of us. And because of how much money that was, it was such a large investment. We took it so seriously. Seriously. And so there's accountability that comes in different ways by partnering with your team. There's built in accountability, hiring a coach, same thing. So what matters is that you put yourself in a position to where you are accountable to someone else or some system uh, because that's huge. Otherwise it's just, too easy to go fuck off for the day yeah and go watch selling selling sunset all day <laughs> yes selling sunset or uh, it's more mature older sibling buying beverly hills yes yes which i actually Have you watched uh yes i i'll admit it i watched buying beverly hills um oh, i'd say i enjoyed your, it which one was your favorite between the two selling sunset or, or buying beverly hills I'm i couldn't curious. make it past more than an episode of selling sunset really oh fuck that show no it I don't like the super dramatic reality shows, which is not re- yeah, realistic at all. For sure. I, I watched Bev- Buying Beverly Hills. First off, Matt Leonetti was talking about how great it was because he's part of the yeah. agency and he you know, kind of knows that crew. And so yeah. that was interesting to me. And then I heard it was more realistic as far as our business and featured more agree. homes. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's cool. So then my wife and I watched it and sh- I think she enjoyed it a lot more than I did. Yeah. Um, but it, I would cool. agree with that. Having watched both, I would definitely say buying Beverly Hills is more uh, authentic in the day to day of our lives. For sure. Uh, yeah. But I full transparency that that those two shows are the first real estate reality shows I've ever seen. I've wow. never seen Million Dollar Listing. Wow. Never. Why not? This has never interested me. I don't know. Okay. Like I, I just yeah. I'm like eh. Uh, yeah, I I see clips and shit from social media, but yeah. that's always been enough for me. Yeah, yeah. So, it's <laughs> funny. Yeah, uh, I know that's probably. See, I don't know if that's the norm or not. I should do an Instagram poll. Like, you should. As an agent, do you watch real estate reality shows or not? Hell, I'm going to do that later today. You should. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tag I, you. I bet you you're going to get a 99 percent yes that they do. Really. Yeah, I think I think we'd be surprised most people don't. Really? Okay. Well, we'll see. You have to post it, and then you'll have to share the results with me. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Well, I'll tag you in it, and we'll say like, hey, we have a little debate yeah. here on, on yeah. what's happening. Um, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, as you are, you join this team. You're learning yeah. the ropes fairly quickly. You know, when did you feel like you were a successful agent? How long did that take? And do you remember? Like, was it one instance or was it just like a, you know what, this is working? Yeah. What did that look yeah. like for you? I feel like it was really year three that kind of everything kind of took off for me. Um, the first year I really didn't do, other than that one lucky instance, um, I think I sold like six homes my first year, which is not really a lot. I think next year I think I doubled it. And then third year is really when it started to take off for me, for sure. That's awesome. And, yeah. and so... Was it just like, you know, the proof's in the pudding. Obviously, this is working. You're making a decent living. You're enjoying what you're doing. And it was just off to the races. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, 2020 and 2021 were great, too. 2022 was really tough for me professionally and personally. Um, Found out my mom had some health issues. My business was, like, cut in half. And I really felt like a failure, honestly. I felt like I just came out of these great two years periods where everybody had great you know great 2020s and 2021s um but just like we were talking about earlier there's so much shame and guilt around 
you know, seeing everybody else doing so well and then wondering, what am I doing wrong? Like, you just feel terrible about yourself. Um, And so I really decided then I have to shift my mindset. I had always been a goal-oriented person, and I had to shift it to be an activity mindset person. So what I did was I picked two adjectives, um, and I just decided, you know, I'm going to do the activities daily that I need to do to become this kind of person. Um, And then, you know, whether or not I hit this goal, I'm successful because I'm doing the activities daily to be somebody who discipline, who's disciplined and someone who perseveres. Those are my two words. So that really changed everything for me. That's so interesting. The timing of you bringing that up. I, I feel like I needed this message personally. So 20 minutes before I got on this with you, I saw a video from Gary Vee come across and he was talking to a lady that said her goal is to get to 100K for a year for revenue. And he said, right off the bat, because you set a number, you fucked up. And here's why. And he was talking to her about how goals, now it depends on the type of person you are, right? I've been been very successful writing goals down and doing all that stuff. But I think it makes a lot of sense to do what you and Gary Vee are talking about uh, with, instead of like the number, instead of like the tangible result, focus on the type of person you have to become or focus on the actions required to get that goal, to get that result. That first off, that's controllable, right? Yeah. You 2022, you know, started off hot and then Mm -hmm. it ended with a pile of shit, a steaming pile of shit. And, uh, that had nothing to do with you, right? Exactly. Market conditions, Jerome Powell, asshole and (laughs) interest rates and all that so every agent got hit and uh you know it's you could be doing all the right things but you then think you're a failure because you didn't hit that result exactly so there's so much wisdom in what you just mentioned mentioned Lindsay joe what else um how else have you implemented that in into the way you do things let's talk about that more because i think this is awesome concept yeah i mean it's very easy to be hard on yourself, you know? So we have to remember that self-compassion is so important. Um, Anytime I have negative thoughts that enter into my mind, like I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough or any of that, I always shift my focus back to, okay, well, what? who do I wanna be, right? What kind of person do I wanna become? That's somebody who perseveres and someone who's disciplined. So if I do the activities daily that I need to do, then I'm successful if I sell 50 homes or if I sell one home or no homes, who cares? Like I'm successful because I'm doing those activities. Um, So I always bring it back to that mindset if I'm ever feeling down on myself. And it happens. Everyone does. Everyone gets into that that headspace sometimes where they just feel like they're not doing enough or they, you know, yeah. So a thousand percent for me. Yeah, that's I'm so glad you went down that road. That's that's really wise advice. And, uh, I think we need, all of us need a lot more of that. Focus on the result or focus on the actions, focus on what you need to do and who you need to become in order to hit that result. If your goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars a month, then who do you have to become? You have to become the type of person that can make a hundred thousand dollars a month. So what does that person look like? What do they do? Yeah. Yeah. What activities do they do daily to, to do that? you know, exactly to get that, to hit that. Exactly. And then the hack is to go spend time with people that are already doing that thing. Yes. Because definitely. then you can actually see what those people do on a daily basis. Right. Speaking of which, sure. what does your typical day in real estate look like? Do you have a morning routine? Is it just, you know, depends on the day. Talk to us about that. It's, yeah, it definitely depends. I mean, I definitely, I, I work out five days a week. Um, God, I feel like I'm going to be this annoying girl that says, oh, I wake up at 5.40 a.m. and have a green juice. Um, but no, but I, you do. I wake up early. <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> I, it just, it's what works for me. It just helps me, like, mentally, too. Uh, I wake up early because it's the only time where people don't need something from me. You don't have clients calling you. You don't have to do anything. You know, it's that one, like, little piece of time that's just for me. Um, so I'll wake up early 5 40 a.m and then i will go do a soul cycle class five days a week and then i'll come back and then start my day and then typically you know sometimes i'll have appointments during the day like showings during the day so that's gonna change a little bit but i always make time to 
um, you know, do lead follow-up and do a little bit of lead gen as well. Um, but yeah, starting my day early has been, has been really good for me. Do you feel like when you do that, you kind of start the day off with a win? Like you, it's just momentum for, sure. for the day? Yeah, for sure. Have you I always mean, been an early riser? You, kind of, yeah. Really? Unless I'm hung up, unless I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've never been an early riser. Really? Yeah. It's That's um, interesting. Yeah. And I fought the whole morning routine for so long, like up until I'd say a year and a half ago, I, I'm like, I don't need to do it because I'm like, I'm being productive during the day and I still go exercise in the afternoon. Like you may go at 5.30 a.m. I exercise at 5.30 p.m. I'm an idiot, but my wife goes in the morning. It's really the only time that works for her and we have kids. So I just go in the afternoon. That works for me. But I still get up at 5.30 a.m. and do the apple cider vinegar thing and you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm not super productive, but I, I do a lot of my social media stuff that I would have done during the middle of the day or the middle of the morning, and I get it done before the kids wake up. And I my thing is I always take the kids to school every day. I That is my non-negotiable. Yeah. If you get in the way of that, I will fucking punch you. I love that. Um, it, it, it's just super important to me. So that's part of my morning routine. Yeah. And I love that I have the freedom to do it. And so yeah. I do it to... So whatever your morning routine needs to be for you, do it. But I've learned that getting up early is not that difficult after maybe yeah. a week. And it's just so much better than for sleeping sure. in. It's, I feel like it's the one thing that you have control over, you know, from the start of your day. Right. You have control about, you know, what time you wake up. Everything else in the rest of your day could go to shit and it's not in your control. But the fact that you can wake up early and go work out or wake up and have an apple cider, whatever you just said. Hopefully, hopefully not an ice bath, <laughs> yeah. though. Have you seen that on social? Uh, may or may not be getting an no. ice plunge thing for our house. Yeah. Uh, have you never I done haven't. one? It's uh, it's brutal, but you feel so freaking good afterwards. Okay. Yeah. So it's one of those things that sucks, but it's... Um, once you do it and you feel what you... You, you get that feeling afterwards, yeah. you're like... That's that's why all these crazy people I just are doing see it, it all over social media. All these guys that are like trying to be, you know, the next Gary V. <laughs> I'm like, okay, right? Yeah, I now I may post a time or two, but it's not going to okay. be a daily thing. All right, good. Yeah, but you haven't even done a cold <laughs> no. shower. No, why? I don't hate do the myself, cold shower. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know. Jump in a cold shower, force myself to get in a tub of ice. It you just feel like a superhuman for hours afterwards. Maybe I'll try it. Yeah, yeah. And there's something about doing something that's hard, and you know, sticking through it, and just like keeping that promise to yourself. That helps to build confidence as well. You know that you, you you're able and willing to do hard shit. Um, not that you have to do hard shit to be successful because you don't like it can be much more effortless and and all of that, but there's also value for confidence building in saying, I'm going to do this hard thing. I'm going to stand in this cold water for 60 seconds or for three minutes. And then when you do it, you're like, fuck yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's one of those things. It's not required, but, um, there's benefits. I think we need to get you okay. an ice bath. <laughs> well, let's, let's your, add that your on next your video. poll today. Should Lindsay do an ice yeah. bath? Yes. yes. With the mullet. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't even tell that was you in the video because you have glasses on too. A lot of people too. said that, which I love that so much. Um, yeah. I mean, I just love to make people laugh. I love to entertain people. I really just, I just love it so much. So um, it's, it's funny because it's, I don't really get as nervous when I'm, you know, when I do some crazy shit like that where I'm wearing a mullet in like a full on men's suit because it almost makes me feel like, well, it's not really me, right? Like I'm just playing a character. So if people think it's weird, well, maybe they think the mullet guy is weird, but it's not me, <laughs> you know? Right. The character is yeah, weird. Exactly. So anyone who hasn't seen that, do you have that pinned on your Instagram I profile? but I probably should. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you got to pin that before this before this it. episode drops. Yeah, because it, it's awesome. But do you have like what's next for you video wise? Do you have any 
any videos coming up that you have planned? Any that, that I you do. filmed? I mean, I have a really funny one coming with uh, with Kyle and Michelle because now we're like little buddies, um, and <laughs> it definitely involves uh, men's suits and the mullet again. Um, we're basically just making fun of like motivational speakers uh, or agents that pretend to be like motivational speakers. Um, so it'll be funny. It's hard to explain, but it'll be Kyle and I in matching uh, money suits. Money guns will be there. Mullets will be there. It'll be it'll be a a good one for sure. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! What there's something really smart marketing wise about a character, like a recurring character. Yeah. Uh, I sent you that one agent in Denver, Hannah. Yes. Let me look it up real quick. Um, she does this hilarious Peggy character, like this the smoking this one, older, right? The, she's yeah, the smoking so realtor. Funny. Yeah, uh, her her Instagram is Hannah underscore your underscore yes. realtor. Hannah Grab Grabo Kugel. Yeah, she's hilarious. <laughs> Hannah, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> butchering the shit out of your name, but we'll link to your profile in the uh, in okay. the show notes. But she she just does this goofy Peggy character, and she keeps doing it, and people now know her as Peggy, yeah. and I can see that happening with yeah. you. You just need to give your mullet character a that name. That's a good point. I never really thought about that. I've always thought, like, okay, what's next? It's got to be somebody new, something different. But, I mean, I think that's kind of wise to make a name for this mullet man and just keep bringing him back. Yeah. People love consistency. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I just thought of Dave Portnoy with his pizza yeah. reviews. But I didn't know who Dave Portnoy was until someone shared one of his pizza reviews. And I watched a couple. I was like, okay, this guy's personality is funny and that's cool. And I was like, oh, that's the founder of yeah. Barstool. Oh, shit. Yes. I had no idea. But he consistently did the pizza reviews and that became his yeah. thing. And I know I've heard him on a podcast recently talk about how the pizza reviews exploded his brand and absolutely contributed to him selling barstool sports for hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. So smart. You know, it, it was just part of his brand that he yeah. was building. And you, you can do yeah. that. Any agent can do that just by doing something consistently. Yeah. Something consistently and something different is different Definitely. for sure. You can't just, you can't it has just to be different. Happy holidays graphics consistently and feel like you're going to, you know, take off. Um, so definitely, you know, you gotta, you gotta put some thought into it for sure on how it will be received, but I think that's super yes. smart. Yes. So simple. Uh, I don't do this nearly as much, but whenever I see someone parking like an asshole, I take a picture of it in my stories and I put asshole parking Wednesday yeah. edition or asshole parking Sunday edition. And I just put it out there and people get to know it and, and they like look forward yeah. to the next one. I love that. And I've had people. I've probably only posted something like that like 10, 15 times total yeah. ever. And I I had someone just the other day, they're like, hey, where's the asshole parking? I, I haven't that. seen that in a while. That's awesome. So yeah. there's something about like creating a, a recurring sure. thing. People get to know it. And that's that's the whole Love game. That. Grabbing yeah. attention. I think people have looked forward to my crying selfies as well. So, I mean, that makes that makes total sense. Um, that like what you just said about the parking, it's like the people are like, where's same the concept? Cr- where's the crying selfie? So right, yeah, it's, exact it's same smart. concept. Yeah, I love it. Well, it's really cool that you're just you're doing things, you're taking action, you are doing, and most agents that are struggling, if they're doing, they're half-assing it yeah. for sure, and so many of them are just kind of sitting back, waiting for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And I know what that looks like because that's what yeah. I did. In, in the first half of my career when I was struggling, I was hiding behind blogging. I was hiding behind social media. I wasn't doing it the right, right. way. But I'm like, oh, I'm busy. I'm, uh, you know, action. I'm, I'm doing yeah. things. But I was avoiding talking to people. I was avoiding getting out of the office. Do you do anything uh, like networking wise or to socialize to help grow your business and grow your network? I really don't. I mean... I'm just more on Instagram and just trying to help agents who reach out to me and I'll network that way for sure. But um, other than like YPN, I'm a part of YPN. So we have networking events that we do for like local realtors. But other than that, no. Nice. Well, what's the qualification for YPN? What is young? Is it nothing? nothing? 
<laughs> it's young at oh, heart. Oh, well, okay. So I think anybody could go. I don't. Yeah, there is no age limit. Okay, so you could be a 75-year-old with who's young yeah, at heart. exactly. And be yeah. part of YPN. No rules. Okay, that works. I feel yeah. 17. Right. And, you know, yeah. that works. Awesome. Well, okay, so I'll just cross that yeah. one off my list. You are not a networker. No. You are not... <laughs> Not into events? Not really, no. Okay. So what is what is next for you? What's what's the next thing? Like, what are you building towards? Yeah, I mean, I would love to do more with BAM, for sure, just because I feel like they are just, like, the leaders in our industry right now, um, especially, you know, in terms of social media. Nobody's really taking the time to, I feel like, teach agents the right way on what to post and that sort of thing. So I'd love to do more with them. I feel like there's such a lack of women, like we talked about initially, that are actually creating silly content. Um, and like I said, I feel like a lot of these opportunities have just been handed to me because there's just nobody out there really no women out there that are really doing this um so i mean short term for sure i feel like i just want to be an example for women to let them know that hey it's okay to be silly on social media you're still going to be received it's okay to be authentic just be yourself that's huge for me it's something i'm so so passionate about is to just you know be authentic lead with authenticity and you're such a great example of that. I mean, most people, myself included, would not, I wouldn't be able to do a video like, like the ones you've yeah. done. Um, I'm even that, like when I, when I see the video you did with the, the, the purple suit, the mullet with the rap song and you three yeah. in the, in the listing talking about your 50 offers and all that. <laughs> I, one of the reasons why I like it so much is I'm like, I couldn't do I think that. You could. Like I'm I not, think you could. I don't know. I I really I don't know. Like I I get to a certain point where I'm like I can't. It, it's just so yeah. not me to to be super goofy yeah. like that. When I was in high school, that was another yeah. story. And then uh, I, I don't know. I guess I've gotten old. Yeah. But well, I think it it also depends on you know you don't have to be funny, right? You just have to be you. So if that's not something, and if you if you feel like that's not you, that's okay. Just be you. You know. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Lindsay Joe, before we wrap it up, we do these rapid fire questions oh God, okay. that let's let's run you through those. They're okay. easy either or you don't even need to elaborate if you want to just okay. blow through them. Lightning lightning uh, speed. Lightning speed. <laughs> yeah. What do they call it? A lightning okay. round. Lightning round type type thing. And then at the end, we'll let everyone know where they can yep. find you, how they can connect with you. You can plug any socials or whatever you want to do. And then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. I know. I'm, not, I'm never TikTok. I mean, bless anybody who's on TikTok, but those people are mean in the comments. I don't think I can <laughs> handle it. I get enough hate on Instagram. I could never go, you know, to the TikTok world. Yeah. T- TikTok commenters, uh, they are Brutal. on their, they're on top of their game. I'll tell you what, as far as being awful human beings brutal loathsome human beings it's like twitter yeah yeah uh instagram or youtube Instagram. all right ig is the one books or podcasts podcasts podcast or audiobook podcast awesome rental property or flipping flipping really i think yeah it's big yeah. chunks <laughs> give me the money nice. give me the money as opposed to the now <laughs> yeah fair enough Burgers or pizza? Burgers. Nice. New York or LA? Ooh, LA. LA or DC? DC. <laughs> there you go. Baseball or football? Football. College or pro? College. It's more exciting. Yeah. So much more exciting. Happen. Yeah. What's weird? I don't pay attention to the NFL at all, but I love really? college football. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to me it's just a huge difference. Yeah. Mountains or beach? Beach podcast or vlog podcast youtube or facebook live youtube rich dad poor dad or millionaire real estate agent oh god rich dad poor dad <laughs> there you go uber or lyft uber and gary v or grant cardone can i choose none <laughs> neither <laughs> you're not kidding. a gary v fan probably gary v i don't know just not your how about we get a woman right why not you maybe i know yeah i I'm with that. I choose none. Fair enough. Okay, well, here's I'm going to add one on for you. 
Inman or Bam? Bam. Correct answer. Inman would have gotten this show deleted and it would never <laughs> see the light of day. <laughs> Lindsay Joe, what's the best place people can follow you and see what you're up to? Yeah. Instagram. So my handle's Lindsay, L I N D S E Triple Y underscore Joe. Triple Y. All right. Yeah. We will link to that in the show notes if you're listening. Perfect. And if you're watching on YouTube, it'll be in the YouTube description. So Lindsay Joe's Instagram. And um, I'm excited to see your next video. When when should we look forward to it? Probably the next couple weeks. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I'm stoked. Lindsay Joe, thanks for coming on the show today and sharing your experience. Thank and you for having I, me. I think this was very helpful for a lot of people that are that felt they had to operate a certain way. And I think you gave a lot of people permission, even though they didn't need it, but yeah. whatever works, now they have it. They can get out of their shell and do shit their way. I love it. And do do stuff. Yeah, be authentic. Be you guys. That's it. Lindsay Joe, you're awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go follow Lindsay Joe. The links to her socials are in the show notes. If you're listening and if you're watching on YouTube, it's in the YouTube description. And make sure, please, if you haven't yet, please go to massivegiving.com and give some sort of donation to help me, help the Massive Agent community, help us to end childhood blood cancer, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. I can't believe I've said that twice in a row without stumbling. That's amazing. I mean, I, we should you should donate $100 just for that because that's, that's amazing, right? But help us in this fight to raise $100,000 to fund the research, to, to find the cure, to end this shit once and for all. Because as a parent, I can't handle the thought of my kid having to go through that shit. And if you're a parent, I imagine you feel the same way. We can do something about it and what we can do rather than going to school and, you know, to, to be a scientist and to get into biotech and the, all the stuff. I don't even know what it is. I don't think biotech's even the field, but whatever it is, you can, we can just go like research it ourselves or we can just give our resources to those who are already doing it, who just need more money to make it happen. That's what we can do. Appreciate you guys listening. Please share the episode if you found it helpful. We'll see you next week. <laughs>